Hi friends, welcome back to the Creating Eden podcast. I am your host Eden and today I am sharing my why. Why I am choosing a wild pregnancy and free birth. Uh, I listened, so I, I recorded this episode like four weeks ago <laughs> and I was supposed to post it today, the day that I'm recording it. Um, and I listened to it this morning and I didn't like it. <laughs> I was so, at the time of recording that first uh, draft, I'm going to call it, I was so afraid. I was so in my people pleaser and I was so afraid of being judged. And I made, like, I shared so many disclaimers and like I felt like I wasn't as I was listening back to it this morning I felt like I wasn't speaking freely I feel like I wasn't in my power sharing what I wanted to share and saying what I wanted to actually say I was really like tiptoeing around other people's potential triggers and yeah it just listening to it back I just did not feel I just did not feel like it was what I actually wanted to say and how I actually wanted to share um, about my why. I want to share from a much more empowered place. Um, and yeah, I feel like I feel like recording that episode was really, really great for myself. And I'll probably experience this a lot in this podcast where I record something and then I never actually share it because of the way right now that I'm using this platform. It's really a beautiful place for me to process out loud and I think that's why I like sharing. Actually, I know that's why I like sharing um, online so much is because it's not actually the sharing, it's the processing that happens while I am recording. So I think that's going to happen a lot within this podcast. It's already happened twice now. Um, and I think that, yeah, I needed to I needed to get out everything that I got out in the last one. But to actually share and give to the world, I want to speak from a much more empowered place. Um, so I'm going to redo it. And I think that's really beautiful that I have the opportunity to speak on this as much as I want or as little as I want. Um, and I get to choose what I put out into the world. I get to consciously choose what energy I am sharing this in. And I think that's really powerful. So why am I choosing a wild pregnancy and a free birth? First and foremost, I took a pregnancy test. And if I was, if I was going to... Um, if I was going down this path again or in a future pregnancy, I will not be taking a pregnancy test. I really want to just connect with that, um, connect with my body and connect with my intuitive knowing. And I think that when I, I had two voices in my mind, my, what I'm calling my intuition, my higher self, um, and my ego, and they were kind of battling and my intuition was saying, Eden, you're pregnant. Like, you're four days late for your bleed. You've never felt like this before. You're pregnant. And my ego was like, no, that you're not pregnant. That's never happened to you. You don't know what that feels like. Um, lo and behold, I was pregnant. <laughs> so I think that, yeah, if there's one thing that I would go back and change so far, um, it would be to trust my body and trust my intuition and not need, not outsource, um, and, and get that confirmation by peeing on a, on a stick, you know? And, uh, yeah, so that's, that's so far the only thing in this pregnancy that I have done that has not been me trusting my body and trusting my intuition. Um, but I also enjoyed the experience. Like I've never even thought that I was pregnant before. Um, I've never taken a pregnancy test before. I've never bought a pregnancy test before. So there was also this like part of me that was like, oh, it's my turn to do this. I get to do this. This is exciting. So while I would do it differently next time, um, I, I'm still like, I still really enjoy the fact that I did at least get to have that kind of experience once. Um, so yeah, why am I choosing a wild pregnancy? And 
you know, before I dive into this, I just want to say that I'm not going to be diving into all of the statistics and the science and the numbers and everything like that, um, because there are so many other resources available to connect with those um, those things and those viewpoints and and I'm not going to be the place for that. And I, I know that right away. I know that that is not my place. That is not why I am sharing this. I am not sharing this to teach or inform or anything like that. I'm, I'm simply sharing my experience. Um, so if you are looking for more, um, more like scientific, more evidence-based kind of stuff, um, I would suggest, you know, doing your research, have a Google search, um, look online, look on Instagram. Um, Free Birth Society has been the probably most potent um, resource for me in learning a lot of what I'm learning. And it's actually more so unlearning (laughs) what I've learned or what I've been conditioned to believe is fact and true and the the only way. So... Yeah, that is something that I do want to say before I dive into this is I'm not here for the numbers. I'm also not here to change your mind. I'm not here to convince you that this is what you should do. I am simply here to share my why and my story. So that is what I will do. So um, when I first met Florian, for those of you who don't know, Florian is my partner. Um, When I first met him... Shortly after, I felt this spirit baby come to me, and it was a very um, feminine girl spirit, and uh, I was in a place where I was really undoing a lot of patterning. Patterns that I had were, as soon as I would meet someone and I would feel a connection, I would start to create this whole story, this whole life in, in my mind that was not based in reality and was not true, and then I would fall in love with the idea of someone rather than the truth of who they were. So I was really conscious at this time of meeting him of not perpetuating that pattern by not repeating those same cycles. So when I felt this spirit baby come in, I was like, (laughs) I was like, am I crazy? What am I doing? Like, am I, am I making this up? Surely this can't be true. Like, Am I, I was just really questioning myself, which now I see as I was questioning my intuition. Um, I was questioning that deep inner knowing and uh, that's okay, you know, but I felt, I felt her come in and I felt her so strongly and I said, you know, I knew, I just knew this man is going to be the father of my children. I just knew it. Um, and I was really like really tapped in in that specific period of my life. I was such a clear channel and I was so tapped in and um, so like, oh, just just feeling all of the energy and the subtleties and also really grounded, uh, really grounded for the first time. And uh yeah, so when I felt this baby come in, I was like, okay, like, I feel you. I know you're here. And I was like, do I tell Florian? Do I tell him? Because we had only known each other for like a week at this time. But he was he was somebody who, there's been a couple of people in my life that I've met. And immediately, I'm just like, oh, my soul knows your soul. Like, this is not the first time that we're meeting. And that's how it felt with him. It was just like, there was, um, there was this moment of softening for me and just like, oh, I found you. Like, I found you again in this lifetime. I found you. Um, and it was really beautiful. So anyway, so I was like, do I, do I tell him? I, I only have known this guy in these bodies <laughs> for like a week. Is that, is that crazy if I tell him? And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to tell him because if this man is going to be the father of my children, me telling him this, he's going to honor my intuition. He's going to accept it and he's he's not going to run away from that. And so I told him and he was just like, cool, <laughs> like so accepting. Um, so, yeah, that was really beautiful. So anyways, I had already connected with the spirit baby 
and I'm feeling I'm feeling that it's the same it's the same spirit the same energy um and you know I have been calling her her a full like a full name came in so effortlessly um and I'm also open to being wrong um but what I am receiving right now is that this is a feminine energy and whether whether she comes in with a female body or a male body that's okay um I think just the energy is very feminine it's very soft and like just light I wish you could see the hand motions I'm doing right now um but just light and like so expansive expansive and heart-centered um that's that's the energy that I'm picking up on so so yeah Florian was just like cool great and I was like okay great this is gonna happen whenever it's gonna happen and I kind of forgot I kind of forgot about it and um yeah then when I when we found out that I was pregnant I was like okay um hold on I'm rushing forward while Florian and I were just getting to know each other. We did something called a relationship interview where we each wrote down a list of questions that we wanted to ask the other person. And we both answered our own questions and the other person's questions as well. And one of the questions that Florian asked was something along the lines of like, what is one of your biggest dreams? What is one of the biggest things that you want to do in your life? And at the time, I said, I want to have a wild pregnancy and a free birth. And uh, he was just like, wow, like, wow, that's incredible. Um, and at that point in my life, I was like, I was real good at talking that free birth talk. And I was doing that was really when I first started diving into the free birth world and getting really passionate about it and just starting to see all of the ways in which the modern day medical system um, makes birth and pregnancy an emergency, even for people who it doesn't need to be an emergency for. Um, and I just, I started seeing the ways in the system that I didn't align with and that didn't feel good for me. And um, yeah, I was, I was like so passionate and I was so firm in that truth. I was like, I will have a wild pregnancy and I will rebirth my babies and oh and then when I got pregnant <laughs> I had this like oh shit <laughs> kind of moment where I was like I have been talking this talk now spirit is like like I could almost feel I love the relationship that I have with spirit it's so beautiful um, but I could almost feel spirit like laughing at me like all right girl <laughs> we hear you we hear you talking that talk. Now show us what you're made of. And that's kind of how it felt. It was just like, so what are you going to do? And um, I was so scared. <laughs> I was like, fuck, this is, this is going to be scary. Because I had been saying, you know, when I choose this path, it is going to be my biggest test of trust. Trust in my body. Trust in spirit. And trust in my baby. And it has been, it has been, and I'm so grateful that I have the relationship with my body that I have. And I think that a large part of that is because my dance background, I started dancing when I was like five years old um, and dance was my entire life until I was like 22 and then I transitioned over to yoga and then, um, yeah, five years later, I think. I reconnected with dance from a much different lens and I reconnected with my body with so much softness and love and compassion and really cultivated that deep, deep communicative relationship with my body where I trust my body over everything else. Um, and with that, there is a lot of discernment between what is, is my body's reaction um, is this a nervous system response or is this my intuition? Is this fear-based or is this my intuition? Um, so that's been a learning curve, not only just since I've been pregnant, but 
in the last few years as well is um, is my body reacting based on something from the past that felt really traumatic that I didn't get to complete that um, that nervous system response that cycle I didn't get to complete um, and come back to that calm grounded um, parasympathetic nervous system so that's that's something that I'm still really working closely with throughout this pregnancy is you know are these fears that are coming up are they mine and are they if they are mine is it my intuition or is it just my fear and kind of discerning between do I do I have to change what I'm doing or do I need to sit with this fear and honor it and acknowledge it and um, yeah feel it and then release it so so yeah I was given this opportunity to walk the walk and with that there was a lot of fear and so many layers of fear as well and uh, the first layer being like okay, I have to actually choose this. If I want it, I have to actually choose it. Um, the second layer being like, oh, that fear of judgment and other people's voices and um, people not understanding me. And then, of course, the fears of like, what if something goes wrong? What if this? What if that? So, so yeah, I wasn't immediately against getting a midwife. I was immediately, like for me, it's a full body no to to run to my doctor or the clinic or the hospital um, when I find out I'm pregnant. And I am a healthy human being. I attribute a lot of my health to my wicked emotional processing. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I, I believe that um, a lot of the symptoms that happen within our body are um, emotions and energy that has uh, not been felt, not been moved through, not been released, and it gets stuck in our body. And our body knows it's not supposed to be there, so it's trying to release it in any way. And I believe that, that shows up in a lot of symptoms. So anyways, I attribute a lot of my health to, first and foremost, my emotional processing. Um, and also, you know, the ways that I connect with my body, the way I move with my body, what I put in my body. But I believe that the energy is is the starting point of, of prevention of, um, you know, illness and disease manifesting in the physical body. So that's my like first and foremost focus. So, so yeah, <laughs> um, I am a healthy being and I know, like, I know the most subtle cues from my body that something is off that something is wrong and the very first one for me when my nervous or not my nervous my immune system is down is my gums get swollen and like that's so small and so subtle but for me it's a huge sign that something's not working I'm exhausting myself or I'm not speaking my truth or something there's something um so if I were to run to a doctor right away uh, just because I found out I was pregnant run really my body's not telling me that something is wrong I'm not listening to my body and you know that might not be true for you um, honor your truth yeah respect yourself and your own intuition and just because I'm doing something completely different from you doesn't mean you're wrong and it also doesn't mean I'm wrong but for me um, my body is not sick my body is very healthy and I am not high risk. I am not at risk for anything right now. My body feels really clear and it feels, you know, other than the fact of <laughs> nausea and morning sickness and very normal um, pregnancy symptoms like that, um, my body is clear and I feel strong. I feel great. So I'm not going to, I don't go to the doctor when I feel good. I hardly go to the doctor even when I don't feel good. <laughs> I don't even remember the last time I went to a doctor because I, it hasn't gotten that bad. And so for me, it wouldn't make sense the way that I live my life. It wouldn't make sense to immediately go to the doctor because that's what we are conditioned to believe to do. Um, I, I didn't. So I was like, okay, like my body, 
I feel fine. I feel good. My body will communicate with me. I fully trust that. And in order to trust that, I actually have to listen to my body. And because I have, for the past few years, cultivated that relationship where I do listen to my body when she speaks to me, it's easy for me now. Whereas somebody who hasn't cultivated that relationship, like maybe going to the doctor is exactly what you need to do, right? If you, if you aren't connected to your body and the way it communicates with you when something is off or something is wrong, um, if you find yourself getting sick a lot, like maybe that is the right place for you. And there is no right or wrong, right? There's just what's right for us in each and every moment. So for me, I, I still was, I was now reflecting back, I was trying to find safety when what I was really trying to feel safe in was my choice. I thought like, okay, maybe I can straddle the midwife world and the free birth world. Like maybe I can get a midwife as like backup, you know, in case I need, in case I need someone or in case I'm, you know, in labor and I change my mind and I want someone there, like maybe, maybe I should get a midwife. And my sister, she's had three home births now, um, one hospital birth, and she loves her midwives. So she was like, get a midwife. They're great. Like she's had such a beautiful experience with her midwives. And um, so I wasn't immediately like, no, uh, my, my intuition knew what to do, but I wasn't, I wasn't, I was still afraid of fully choosing that, fully being in that truth. So anyways, I talked to three different midwives because I also wanted to come from the lens that I'm not, I'm not like closing myself off in an ignorant way. I'm not, um, yeah, I'm not like shutting people out if they could actually be supportive because I don't believe that every single doctor, OBGYN, every single midwife is bad and, you know, only cares about their license and I do believe that some some people are truly doing great things. So I also didn't want to, you know, paint everybody with the same brush. Um, so I called three different midwives and the first one was just like full body, fuck no. Um, I wouldn't have gotten to choose if I had, if I was seeing a midwife or a doctor. And for me, if I was seeing anyone, I would want it to be a midwife and I would want it to be either the same midwife every time or at least two different midwives every time um, but they had a lot of, of midwives and doctors on the roster um, and I wouldn't have the choice and that just was like this is misaligned no and at the time I was still like super in my people pleasing that I booked an appointment and as, as soon as I got off the phone I was like I will be canceling that <laughs> Um, and then the second midwife that I talked to, I just had like the, the energy was so misaligned. It was so awkward. I felt like she didn't even want to be talking to me. Um, and when she was sharing, it felt like she was trying to give, she was trying to convince me all of the reasons why not to go with her. And so it was really interesting. And I, I got off the phone with her and I went, and I actually had to shake my body out um, because the energy just did not feel good. And, you know, I don't know this woman. I don't know what was going on with her day. I don't know where her energy levels were at. Like, she didn't do anything wrong. It's not her fault. It's just very clear misaligned energy. For some people, I'm sure they have the most amazing experience with her. Um, and then the last midwife that I talked to, uh, that was my like my final thing I was like this is the last one I'm talking to and if it doesn't feel right like I know what I have to do um, I know what I'm choosing and this midwife we actually had a really great conversation she she talked about birth as a rite of passage she talked about you know that we can't we can't talk about birth and we can't experience birth without experiencing death and talking about death. They are two sides of the same coin. And I really loved that she wasn't afraid to talk about death because in our society, 
as a collective, there's so much fear around death. Um, and that's like physical death and also um, metaphorical, energetic, cyclical. Um, yeah. And I loved that she wasn't afraid to talk about it. But there's a few things that she said that just like made my body close and made me question like, why? Why did you feel like you have had to say that? Like, why did you feel like that was necessary? And um, yeah, so it wasn't like a full body. Yes, I left that call feeling like it was a maybe. And I did book an appointment with her because I wanted to see how I felt. And uh, yeah, I, I was so unsure. And looking back, I just was afraid of committing to the wild pregnancy and the free birth path. Um, and I was trying to have the best of both worlds. And I talked to my friends about it and everyone was so supportive. My one friend, she said, you know, you don't, you can cancel your appointment on the day of, you don't have to decide right now. And I was so grateful for that permission because I feel like, <clears throat> I feel like such a flake when I cancel things on the same day. Um, and I feel that's like also my people pleaser. Um, but I didn't know until the day that I canceled fully. I didn't embody, I should say. I knew, but I didn't embody my no until the day that I actually canceled it, which was the day of. Um, and my other friend, you know, because cause I, I had a great conversation with this midwife. I was like, okay, I could see us talking through everything. I could see her, you know, sharing why these tests are important, why or maybe important is not the right word, but the risks and everything like that, the risks of getting the tests and the risks of not. Um, and I was just fearful that being in that situation would activate my people pleaser and I wouldn't be able to say no when I really wanted to say no. And then I would feel like I, I would be abandoning myself and abandoning my truth and I don't want to do that because that doesn't feel good for me. That doesn't feel good in my body. So I had another friend say like, you don't like just because you can say no, doesn't mean you have to put yourself in the position where you have to keep saying no. And like, oh, receiving that felt so good. That also that permission, like, yeah, just because I, I can summon the power and the courage to say no again and again and again doesn't mean that I have to consistently put myself in a place where I have to exercise that right to say no. That's like just inviting stress and fear and dysregulation into my body over and over and over again. And for what? To prove that I can do it? What if I just honor my no fully and immediately and don't go at all. Mm, that feels so much better for me. <laughs> so yeah, the day came and I had canceled something else. So I was like in my power and I was like, fuck it. I don't want to go to this. Like I'm going to cancel it. And she received me so beautifully. And she said, like, if you're free birthing and uh, you change your mind and you want, you know, someone to... Um, you want some blood work done or anything, please reach out to me. I would love to still support you. And that was like, that was an outcome that I didn't think was possible. I thought it was a very black and white, like you're with me or you're not. Um, so that feels really beautiful to know that I have somebody to go to if I feel I need to, if my body and my intuition is telling me that something needs to be looked at. Um, I have someone to go to before I go to the clinic or the doctor or the hospital. And that feels really great. And that feels really safe in my body. Um, so I'm really grateful that I have that. But it feels like, like this feels normal for me. This feels like the way that, you know, we operate on a regular basis with doctors Um they're there when we need them. They're there when we feel like something is wrong. They're there when our bodies are telling us, hello, listen to me, something is wrong. Um, but they're, we don't go if we don't feel like we need them. And I think that my perspective is that 
um, pregnancy and birth has been really taken over by the medical system um, and our our trust in our bodies is kind of dissipated it's kind of it's it's gone um, and it feels like more often than not the medical system owns birth when really women own birth so <clears throat> yeah yeah I'm I, I feel like I have someone to go to if I change my mind if my body is telling me hey something's not quite right let's go get this checked out but I'm not going to choose that before my body tells me to and that's for me really my why in in choosing a wild pregnancy is um, I don't need to go to the doctor I don't need somebody checking in on me until I feel like I do until my body says hey something is wrong and you know there are there are many many other reasons why I don't want somebody constantly sticking their hand up my vagina to look at my cervix or whatnot um, from what I have learned, there's no like scientific evidence that that is helpful. Um, and for me, like, it just doesn't feel right. It does not feel right at all. And I'm honoring that. Um, yeah, committing to this, there is a lot of, as I was saying earlier, a lot of discernment between okay, I'm feeling this fear. Whose fear is it? Is it mine? Or did I pick this up because I read this other woman's birth story on the internet? Um, and choosing now, choosing to be very conscious about what and whose energy I am allowing into my own energy field, what stories I'm reading. Um, I was gifted a book, um, Ina May's Guide to Childbirth, and the first half of the book is all women's birth stories. And I actually had to stop reading it um, because there's, yeah, there's just a few stories in there where, you know, these women, these women that had these experiences, maybe it was an amazing experience for them, but it is so far from what I want. And I feel like filling my conscious and subconscious mind with all of these birth stories that are in not in alignment with what I desire. Um, it's just, it's taking up space where I could be consuming more like free birth stories, more stories about women empowering themselves and choosing to trust their bodies and trust their intuition. And, and I'm not saying that if you went and birthed in a hospital that you're not trusting your body or you're not trusting your intuition. Um, but trusting their bodies and intuition in the same way that I desire to and in the same way that I do. <clears throat> so, yeah, um, I had to stop reading it. And I'm probably just going to skip to the second half of the book and, and continue reading from there where it's not birth stories um, and maybe come back to those birth stories later. And maybe not. Um, but there's been a few times where you know, something has come up where I've, I've been like, is this mine? <laughs> is this my own fear? And then I trace it back to the root and it's not. I don't think any of the fears have actually been mine, which is so beautiful and so powerful. And, and you know, like, oh, I just love this deep, deep sense of trust that I have in my body that my body knows what to do and my baby knows what to do um even thinking of like going and getting a scan I've heard a lot of women share that they're so anxious and they're so scared and for me I personally don't want to invite that energy into my body unnecessarily because that doesn't feel good and you know, stress and anxiety is like the worst energy that I can be holding in my body while I'm trying to grow this baby. I want to, um, you know, be consistently connecting back to trust, connecting back to love, connecting back to my intuition and 
surrender, softness, openness, so that my body can be open and do the things that it needs to do instead of me being tight and closed and rigid. So, yeah, I don't. I, I also don't believe that if I go and have a scan and everything's great, nothing changed. My body's or my baby is going to continue to grow in the way that it was growing before. And just because I'm watching it, just because I can see what's happening doesn't actually make me have any more control over my body and my baby. My baby's going to do whatever it's going to do. And whether I'm watching or not, it doesn't, doesn't make a difference. Um, I personally believe that that creates a false sense of control. And pregnancy and birth is not something to be controlled. That is one thing that I'm learning um, on you know, my own experience and also through other people as well. It is not to be controlled. It's, it can't be controlled. But, you know, I understand we're seeking safety and there's absolutely nothing wrong with seeking safety. And that brings me into why I am choosing to free birth in my home with my partner because that is where I'm gonna feel the most safe. And in order to birth babies into the world, we need to feel safe because it is such a intense, wild, uncontrollable thing. If we start in a place where our bodies don't feel safe, our bodies are gonna be tense and tight and closed. And we need them to be soft and open so that we can expand to allow this baby to emerge. So for me, I have a lot of trauma um, from my childhood in hospitals. Um, family members dying and, you know, going to visit them while they're sick um, as, as a child. So when I go into a hospital, my body closes. My body remembers the fear and the trauma of not only just what I experienced, but with the people around me, what my family was experiencing too. And there's so much grief there as well. Whereas my home, with all of my beautiful things, with my altar, my crystals, my candles, my incense, my plants, my fairy lights, my colorful round light, like, my home, oh, like that is my nest. It's my cave. It's where I feel the most safe. It's where I can be the most vulnerable. And birth, in my opinion, is the most vulnerable place that my body will ever, ever be. It's the most vulnerable experience where I will be naked and out of control and just surrendering to my primal, primitive nature. I don't want to do that in a hospital under bright lights with people I don't know looking at me. <laughs> that doesn't create safety in my body. And it might create safety in your body. The hospital might feel like the most safe place that you can birth your baby. And the only thing that I want to encourage anyone to do is trust yourself and trust what is going to make you feel the most safe. Even if it's different from me, even if it's different from your friend, from your sister, from your mom, that's the only thing that I'm going to encourage is seek safety. What's going to make you feel the most safe? Because that's what's the most important that mama feels safe. Hmm. So for me, yeah, even, even the midwives that I talked to, like imagining them at my birth, seeing me in my most raw form, mm -mm, that didn't feel good. That didn't feel good. It's taken me years to build relationships where I can feel safe enough to cry and be held in front of someone. So 
trying to create a relationship with somebody in nine months where I'm seeing them once every few weeks um, and creating that depth of a relationship where I want them to see me and be with me in my most vulnerable state, that for me doesn't feel possible unless there's like this immediate knowing upon meeting them. And I didn't have that with the three midwives I talked to and that's okay. Um, So I know that this is the path for me. I know that this is right because this is what's creating safety in my body. Um, And that excites me. Like when I visualize myself laboring in my home, oh baby, I'm going to be naked. I'm going to be naked. I'm going to be roaring. I'm going to be moving. I'm going to be undulating. Oh, 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 it's going to be so excited. (laughs) And I think for me, this is going to be the first time where I get to witness myself in my rawest, most powerful form which is so incredible and also so beautiful that it's also going to be the most vulnerable time. Birth is so beautiful. And I have so much faith and confidence in myself and my body and my intuition because of my relationship with my body, as I've mentioned, but also because I know that this is ancient. This is not new. This is not a new trend. This is ancestral. This is the way that we all came to exist. Because women all over the world free birth their babies because they had no other choice. That's the way it was done. So this is a returning back to those ancestral ways and I love I love it and I love that I'm seeing this um, ancestral ways of being resurfacing in so many other areas not just birth but in the foods that we eat in tending to the land in growing our own foods and becoming self-sufficient like they're all even ancestral ways of of parenting sleeping breastfeeding baby wearing oh I love it so yeah my plain and simple why is because this is what's creating safety for me and my body and I prioritize feeling safe because I feel like that's important for me and It feels, I'm so glad that I have re-recorded this episode because it feels so much more in alignment with how I actually want to show up. Not people-pleasing and tiptoeing, but really sharing my raw experience. And there's also a very deeply spiritual aspect of this that in the first episode I shared and I shared it with so much fear. (laughs) Um, And that's also like my fear of being perceived as too spiritual, but I am a spiritual being and I'm not going to water that down. But I believe that this baby chose me. This baby chose me and Florian to parent, to create their body so that they can come onto this earth and do the work that they are meant to do while they're here. Um, but I, I believe this baby chose me because they know, they, they already know (laughs) what's going to happen and they know that I am willing, ready and committed to doing the work in order to have the most peaceful and by peaceful, I mean, not intrusive, um, but the most peaceful, undisturbed entrance into the world where no one's going to be grabbing them as soon as they come out of me, except me. 
depending on how exhausted I am, maybe 4 a.m. <laughs> Where no one's going to whisk them away and rub them vigorously with towels and cut the cord immediately. Like, they know that the work that they are here to do, they need to have a regulated nervous system from the start. They need to have the best possible start that they can. And that's, I'm willing to do the work to make that happen for them. And they know that. So I believe they chose me, not just solely because this reason, but this is part of it. Um, and I love that. I love that this baby is already pushing me and challenging me and yeah expanding me not only physically in my body but energetically and emotionally and spiritually this baby is expanding me so much and I'm so grateful even though it's hard and even though it's scary I am really grateful I feel like I am being so stretched and ripped open um yeah and uh this baby is is doing it purposely, you know? I also believe that no matter how this unfolds, that I will be okay. That I can either grieve. If something goes wrong and this baby doesn't live, I know and I trust myself and this is... You know, this is where I was really, this is what I was really scared to say before, but I trust myself to process whatever comes my way. And I also know that I am not in control. And that any sense of control that I have is a false sense of control. That everything can be wiped out underneath me in snap of the fingers. Anything can change. So I choose trust and I choose to believe that this baby is going to enter into into this world in the most beautiful way possible I choose to believe that everything is going to work out because that is what I desire and if I'm consciously returning back to that truth my energy is going to align with that truth and I know from my own lived experience how powerful that is how powerful I am at creating my own reality because I've done it Everything around me, I have created most of it consciously. Some things unconsciously, but like 85, 90% of it has been a conscious choosing. And I know that I can choose that for this and also have the trust in myself to navigate any situation that comes up for me. And... I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of death. I'm not afraid of grief. I'm not afraid of feeling. Probably the thing I'm the most afraid of is feeling the physical sensation of pain. And that also is like why I am choosing this because I I don't want to run away from my fear. I don't want to see it and run the opposite way. Because that's that's not the way for me. I have this inner warrior. I think I might have mentioned this in another podcast episode at some point, but I have this inner warrior and I love her. She is a firecracker. But she very often comes out when I'm really low and I'm really struggling or I'm really fearful and that desire to run away is there but she shows up and she's got her sword and she's so like firm (laughs) she's firm and she's grounded and she's stoic and she's like we can fucking do this so I'm calling I'm calling her in to be with me in those moments where I do want to run. And at the time of recording the first version of this, um, I wanted to run. (laughs) I was feeling so much fear. I wanted to run. And there was a part of me that 
would feel, would have felt relief if I had a miscarriage or if this baby didn't make it earthside. There's a part of me that would have felt relief and that part is the part that wants to run away. And the relationship that I have with spirit, <laughs> spirit doesn't let me run away. Even if I try and I think I've successfully run away, spirit's like, uh-uh-uh, here's another situation. Try to run away from this bitch. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> so that's also part of my intuitive knowing that everything is going to be fine because spirit won't let me run away. And if they let me run away this time, there's going to be another time where they don't let me run away. So, yeah, my kind of overall why for choosing the path that I'm walking is because I choose to trust my body. I choose to trust my baby. I choose to trust the unfolding that I am not in control of. No matter how hard I try, I am not in control of. And I choose to trust myself. <laughs> and it feels so good it really does feel so good so yeah that's my why and if you're curious what wild pregnancy and free birth is why choosing a physiological birth um, could be better for you or your baby could be less traumatic um I would suggest going to Free Birth Society, go to their website, go to their podcast. I, I've been listening to so many podcasts of theirs um, and uh, go to their Instagram. They've got, they've got a lot of information and they're really, they know what they're doing. They know their shit. Um, but yeah, for me, it boils down to trust. Ah. <sighs> Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> this feels so much better and so much more in alignment with the message that I actually want to share. So thank you for listening. For those of you who have made it this far, thank you for seeing me and honoring me, even if my choices are drastically or radically different than yours. Um, and yeah, we are all trying to feel safe and we're all trying to do what feels best for ourselves and what feels best for our babies and so again if there's one thing that I can offer you trust yourself trust yourself trust your intuition because your intuition knows and if you're not in a place where you can I invite you to begin to cultivate that relationship with your intuition, that relationship with your body. And that requires us to really slow down, to really be present so that we can hear and we can feel what is going on. So thank you again for being here, for listening, for supporting me, for loving me, or even just being open to listening. I appreciate you. Thank you for being here. And I will speak to you next time. <laughs>